Hey, this is Dave Cohen. We are on our second fireside chat here on Guitar Tales, and we have a surprise guest. It's kind of like a little baby when you uh, cover your eyes and you don't know they're there. You cover the baby's Here's eyes. <laughs> Goo -goo -gaga. Pick me, pick me. I like that. So we're going to do a couple of things on our show tonight. Uh, Scott, first of all, thanks for joining us. I got my television on fire here. You know, Thank the funny you. thing is, Thank you, I, I thought it was real. I thought I thought it was real. We could have convinced people it was real because it looks pretty good. Um, Legit. You are going to do two things for us tonight, and, and this is another special show. You know, we're all in quarantine, really working hard with our social distancing. Um, but you have a day job. We've talked about your day job, and you're a frontline healthcare worker. You're a pharmacist by day. So what I'd like to do I is am. at the beginning of the show, I want to talk a little bit about uh, getting an updated report from you and some of your insights in terms of Number one, what we should all be doing and thinking about. And then secondly, um, second part of the show, I want to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a musician in these challenged times. So thanks again. Awesome. Very good to be here. Or so, here. I'm in my house. I'm not even be here. I'm not in the studio. You're metaphorically over here and I'm over here. Yeah, you are <laughs> metaphorically here. Yeah. Um, so, so you've been a pharmacist for probably over 30 years at this point, right? Yeah. Started in April of... 87, I think. Wow. All right. Yeah. So you're on the front line right now. So you, you go to work. You're, I think you work five, six, seven days a week, depending upon your schedule. Yeah, I have, I have a, a full schedule. Um, and uh, both one store is an independent, and, of course, one store is a national chain. And they're, uh, they're handling it a little bit differently um, because of constraints of, of corporations. You know, they have – a lot of things in play and a lot of things we have to follow. And uh, some of those, besides the social distancing of the people working in the store, we might, we want to make sure we social distance ourselves from our customers as well. So there are a lot of things in play to, to help with that, like putting tape on the floor and we've got plexiglass barriers. And um, this week we're going to, it's not a mandate, but we're, we're being sent masks, uh, K95 masks that we'll be able to wear at the store. K95 masks, not N95 masks. N95 is the USA uh, number, and K95 is 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 a Chinese regulation. That's interesting. So I I don't I, I think it's just as protective. Um, but now we know at this point, you know, I wasn't wearing a mask really up until tomorrow when I go to work um, because the recommendation by the CDC was we we didn't have to wear a mask. So so what? Let me ask you. You and I talk almost every day. Yeah. But I want you to share with some folks out there, what are your biggest frustrations about your customers slash clients in terms of the, the, the danger they're putting themselves and really you into? Well, the, the thing we run across most often is that for some reason, when they come to the pharmacy counter, everything goes out the window. Um, there's a clerk at the register and the, and the countertop is three feet wide. And so where are they standing? Right at the countertop, you know, instead of behind the plexiglass barrier, um, you know, and we have to make the, we have to make the first move either tell them to move or we back up right uh, and then the mask is not a guarantee of protection either because uh a lot of times you know we see folks wearing masks or touching their face to which destroys the whole purpose of it or to talk on the phone and then they're putting it back so there's a lot of this face touching going on when you wear a mask if you're not conscious of it uh, and the same thing for gloves you're wearing gloves and you're touching merchandise and you're touching things and you're touching steering wheels and this and that and credit cards and pin pads and everything. It's wearing, wearing the gloves, 
is almost as bad as not having any gloves at all because if you touch your face with the gloves, you're transmitting the virus to whatever it is you're touching, right? So well, not only that, the gloves, I would think, are better hosts because they're not as porous. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, we'd be changing our gloves uh, frequently, but because there's a shortage of gloves, people aren't reusing the gloves, they're washing the gloves, they're removing the gloves improperly, and they're supposed to pull the glove off by the by the heel, by your by your wrist, and then pull it over and make it into a ball, and put it in the other hand, and, and fold over that glove, over that one. There's tons of videos online to show you how to properly remove gloves. But it just comes right down to hand washing. Hand washing is huge. Um, it's it's not it's not an automatic COVID death sentence if you have COVID nineteen on your hands, because the transfer has to has to get into your body. The only way it's going to get into your body is by touching your eyes, nose, face. Right. So, right. so if you if you wash your hands, which you know kills the virus, whether the water is hot or cold, doesn't matter. It's really the soap. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. That breaks the virus. Um, okay. So you know we wash our hands very very frequently at work, and we're very conscious about touching our face, and of course, um, not coughing into midair. I can't believe how many audible coughs I hear in the store every day. Wow. And what about what families? Is, are families shopping en masse? Yeah, we're trying to uh, put the kibosh on that. Um, you know, we, we recommend that one oh. family member do the shopping. There's no reason to have a family event, you know, you're, because that's, you know, twice as many hands, or depending on how many people there, a lot more hands, and a lot more mouths, and a lot that are going to cough or sneeze or whatever, and uh, you know, greater percentage of, of transferring the virus to somebody else if you have more people or more hosts. Right. And I would imagine we don't know if they're carriers or not. So the more right. people in the store, the the more dangerous it could be. So you know, send that one person. I've seen people bring their grandmother with them, and the kids are running really? around the place looking at toys and touching things. You know, and uh, we even got rid of our eyeglass sunglasses rack and eyeglass rack because people were trying on sunglasses and. Hello, you're <laughs> right, right, right. I'm glad you're putting it next year. You know, so people aren't really thinking about those kinds of things. So we had to help them by removing the display, um, and that, and even the readers. You know, the like the magnifying readers, right. they're gone. We took them off the off the shelf too. Well, now, that, now there's another thing you and I have chatted about that I'd like to just sensitize people to. What are the challenges of having the limited staff you have, and the issues you face if one person is potentially infected? You know, what happens to your staffing and what about overlap in a shift? This is a big problem up north. I mean, it's a, it, and it's made us aware through the, through the whole brand that, you know, we don't want uh, two pharmacists in the department at the same time and we don't, we don't overlap hours. So when my shift is done, say, at 3 o'clock and the next person's coming in, I sanitize the entire department and I leave the department. Like, I'm, really? I'm gone. And then I call it from the phone and I and it said it's okay to come in. Um, and the same thing with the text. And we we keep we don't go in the same base at the same time, we don't use the same register, we don't use the same phone. So we, we're we're constantly mindful of you know where our associates are, you know. Um, but we don't have the luxury with that when we work with customers. You know, you you basically have to sort of guide them and remind them that these are different times and you can't be we can't have a chat, you know, it's right. we're going to pay for the stuff. Have a nice day, stay safe. And out you go. I, I, I can't listen to what you did all weekend I, <laughs> or, or whatever chatter that you'd have. Like if, if you're getting a haircut, 
you know, blah, 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 you know, people want right, to, right. they're cooped up inside and they finally see another human and they want to tell you about their, their uh, last few days that they had at home and what's going on, uh, good or bad. Uh, you know, it's similar to like a bartender. Right. Uh, and I would think the more they talk, the more sort of fluids are just coming out of their mouth unintentionally. Yeah, that's, that's placing everyone at risk. That's a good point. Like the six feet thing is important for not just talking. I mean, not just sneezing and coughing, but talking too. Your T's and P's, boom, you know, you're, you can potentially shoot out. Right, right. And things are very, very tiny. And um, unless your mask is N95, the virus can pass through that paper. That's how small it is. Uh, so again, uh, the, the covering is more or less to keep that transmission and check now you know in a perfect world we like to have n95s which which filters out 95 everybody yeah uh, but i see people wearing winter scarves and bandanas and paper towels and feminine hygiene products hooked to a rubber band i kid all you right. not it's a joke uh, really? yeah all, all, all kinds of crazy contraptions and stuff but the point is it's not if you're within six feet of somebody that thing is not going to save you um, is it better than nothing? That's what I'm hearing. It's better than it's nothing. Better, it's better than nothing, but it's really the social distancing that's so important. Right. And, and let and, me... You know, you can almost go without gear, and I, I haven't been working at the store without gear for weeks now. Um, well, the other thing to talk about the social distancing for a second, and then we'll segue into something maybe a little lighter, with, which is music, even though it's challenging too, um, is recent. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and by the way... Jessica. Paula Cohen, my mom said I shouldn't drink out of a bottle on our show, so this is for Paula Cohen. <laughs> um, and I know you brought a glass because we talked well, about it. You know, we're a classy, classy couple of guys. We are from Matawan. Yeah. Um, so I, I read, so we've seen all over the state and all over the country, there, there's almost a rebellion going on mm -hmm. where people are doing the exact opposite of social distancing. Are, are you seeing that reflected in the store or is it subtler than that? Uh, are you seeing 10, 15 people en masse coming into the store? Is it different? No, I mean, it, sometimes if I go out to counsel somebody, I'm keeping my distance to right. show them where the practice and I'm, I'm pointing from far away. It's, it's over there. It's no, down, lower, lower, lower. Right, you know, right, normally right. I would just walk, walk over and grab the thing. And sometimes people look at me, what's wrong with this idiot? Why don't we just help me get the thing and I'll, I'll be out of here. And then they go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. I, I, had, I had a guy, <laughs> he had a question. And I went out front to help somebody and he had a question and he came right up to me to ask me a question. I'm like, okay, easy there, fella. Let's wow. Out. It's funny because it, it, it's a joke until you find yourself with a fever and coughing three days and, later. And being a health professional, I think that's the most unnerving thing. Yeah. I, was a, I, I don't know if I'm, I've been exposed or not, but I'm not going to know for five to two weeks whether Right. going to grab you, take hold of me, or if I'm going to have symptoms. This thing is very odd. It's, uh, you know, some people have symptoms, some people don't. Some people thought they might have had it back in, we had a little, a little bit of a spell there where people are getting these weird dry coughs back in December. And, right, right. You know, there's, there's talk that maybe that's an issue. And, and, and very recently, and I hope this doesn't happen, but this is something that I've been, had in the back of my mind since this all started. Will it be like a seasonal flu? Will it come back next year? Right. And every year after that. Now, of course, a vaccine will be created and then uh, we can get some immunity to it. And that's the problem. We don't have any. We have nothing in our bodies to protect Yeah, us. your body doesn't know what to do with this thing. 
So yeah. it's, it's almost like you're guaranteed to get ill if you yeah. if you're exposed, and that's the big problem. So yeah. you know these things mutate. You know we had swine flu H1N1 that turned into H2N2, and so on. So it you know it mutates a little bit. It comes back every year. Now this could be, I'm hoping not. But there's some evidence that suggests it could be a uh, seasonal thing, like a flu, a seasonal flu. Right. But, but maybe, this is my hope in that regard, is that over the course of years, we're all going to develop some natural immunities to it. Right. Maybe it becomes less of a threat over a course of years. Correct. I just hope we could, you know, avoid as much carnage uh, between right. now and then, if that is a potential future for well, us. Well, vaccines in and in, in themselves are, is, a, is sort of an artificial way, right, to get... Yeah. Um, oftentimes it's a, what they call an attenuated virus that we give a shot. It's not a live virus. Uh, and that fools the body into saying, oh, uh, I need to make antibodies to, to fight this thing. And then when the real thing comes along, it's nothing's going to, you know, nothing's going to happen. The problem is that viruses often mutate, you know, right. it is a rough thing. You're going to get a different strain of what COVID-19 is now could be different next year. That's true. And then so, we'll be in the same boat again. So, so give us a little parting words of advice and then let's switch over to music a little All right. Bit. All right. So number, number one and most important thing is stay home if you can. And that way, almost, almost where the heart is, it's also where the COVID isn't, right? Uh, if you have to go out because, you know, people need gas for the cars and they need food, that's cool. You're going to have to, be mindful of everything you touch. Um, you know, it's like eating a bag of Cheetos, right? You can't eat a bag of Cheetos again, orange stuff all over your hands and touching things. And next thing you know, it's on your keyboard and everything. If you like, if you think outside the box and think to yourself, I just touched this credit card. I gave it to the, the gas attendant. He's wearing gloves, but who knows when he's changed those and take your credit card and put it in your console and, and sanitize it when you get home, either with soap and water or, uh, Purell, yes, if you don't find any. Yeah. Um, right. All right. So it's the face touching. Don't, don't, don't touch your face and wash your hands often. Uh, you wouldn't believe how many times you touch your face when you really think about it. Uh, I, I've been thinking about that issue a lot. And even if I've been alone in my house forever, which I largely mm -hmm. have been, I try to do it when I'm alone, when it is safe to touch my face, when it's just me. Right. I try to get into the practice of not doing it so that when it becomes important, yeah, it it, be, it becomes a non-habit of mine. So it's, an eye, it, it's as yeah. easy as an eye rub or a nose rub, or uh, yeah. and things can get contaminated. Um, your lip balm, your your chapstick, your toothbrush, you know, anything you're putting in your face. If right. you've touched it with your hands, and your hands are potentially contaminated, you could contaminate your lip balm or your toothbrush or right, right. You know, and, and I would guess that if we study this tape. After it's on, we probably both did it a handful of times without yeah. even being aware of it. You can touch your eyes and face after you've washed your hands, and it's and in good soap and water, and and at least twenty seconds. And really, you got to get between the fingers, the thumb. Okay. Fingernails are a big one. You know, if you can keep your nails short, um, you won't get you know COVID hidden under your nails. Um, you know, just just scrub them good. So social distancing. Don't touch your face. Keep your hands clean. And that's pretty much, uh, those, are, those, are the, those are the things that keep you out of trouble. Okay. Well, here, one of the things I've been trying to do mm -hmm. is only watch so much news, do the yeah. right thing, and then enjoy right. myself. So that's where, this is my segue. Right. I want to I move you over to music. 
Um, you've got a guitar in your lap, right? Dude. Which one is that? Is that your 79 Strat? 79 Stratocaster with the big headstock. They call it the bullet. And that's the bullet right there. The uh, I like that, yeah. Right? Um, and then for you geeks, there's a, a three-bolt back on it. Three-bolt back. It's nice. That's in really nice shape. Very, very, very heavy. This is not the original pickguard. I think it was just plain black. And okay. At some point, I had this little micro switch put on for this uh, pickup here. It's a, it's a stacked um, Seymour Duncan hot stack, I think it is. Oh, so those are not original Fender. Um, everything uh, else, is, everything else is original except that that bridge pickup. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so because, so because <laughs> years ago, and when, when you know Rush was always hugely popular, but I saw Alex Lifeson play a Stratocaster, and he had a little micro switch on it, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what that does. So didn't have the internet back then, kids, the World Wide Web. Yeah, so I figured it out, looked it up, and it turns out that's what a, the tap switch is, and then I had one installed on this guitar. So is that actually a disguised humbucker, or is it still a real single coil? No, if you flip the switch, it becomes single coil. And okay. if you leave it on, it's, it's, it's a humbucky. Except oh, cool. instead of next to each other, they're stacked this way. Instead of this. Oh, okay, that's what I meant. All right. Yeah. So, so Talk to us a little bit about what you're hearing on the musical scene, about how it's impacting upon all, all of your friends. I mean, it's got emotional, financial issues going yeah, on. Yeah, financially, it's, it's been pretty devastating for everybody that's uh, in the entertainment business, obviously, because there's no entertainment, right? Okay, you can't go out to the bar and play. Um, you, you can't DJ, you can't bartend, and, and you can't serve food unless they're doing right. takeout. And, you know, I'm sure the volume of takeout doesn't equal to a whole bunch of people filling a restaurant on, on a weekend. So, yeah. but as far as musicians go, who, who rely on playing out to, to make income, they've been taken to Facebook Live and putting up their Venmo account to, to see if they can get some tips. I've uh, seen that. Yeah, a lot of guys are doing that. Um, so a friend of the show, Dave Haywood, uh, just did a Facebook Live uh, about an hour before we started taping just now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all, all, all my guys are out there, James McGill and, and the guys from the Amish Outlaws. Yeah, by the way, let me hear you. Let me, I want you to give me the same lead we saw Big Daddy do on uh, season <laughs> one, episode three. Play, play, uh, uh, oh, uh, Not one way oh, out. 49. You know what's interesting, and this is what I want to talk about too. So what we did the show with Dave Crum, um, like this, we did our first fireside chat. Yeah. What, what, one of the challenges that you and I had when we were warming up for today is the microphones can't handle that. They're, they're really nice for the voice. But yeah. just now, when, when you hear the playback, you'll hear it, it couldn't modulate between our voices and the guitar. Yeah. I scared my computer. That's probably what my wonderful playing. Um, there, there are ways to um, improve the quality of your Facebook right. Live, and it, it can get pretty geeky out there. Uh, there's a couple of programs that can let you use your iPhone as the camera and not the phone, uh, the camera on your laptop, which is probably not as good as your iPhone camera. Right, and as always, you see all the videos, there's that leaning forward before and after the video. Right, so, so, you, so you, would, you would externally hook up your iPhone camera to your laptop, you know, with a, with a wire, obviously, that's, right. uh, and go into the Mac or whatever it is you have. And you can use that as an external camera instead of spending a bunch of money on a brand new camera. Um, and there's and, and software and stuff, that, there are apps and things that 
you know, help you make right. that. I'm not going to get into detail. So, um, the other thing I really like is a product called Jam Kazam, which, okay. uh, which is seen tremendous popularity all of a sudden and they just did a big update they haven't updated the program since like 2018 because i guess a lot of people aren't using it and now they've uh they've got it working again so that's cool because you can jam and play it's sort of a video conferencing concert with anybody in the whole world as long as they're signed up with jam kazam also what they've done is you could pick out what camera you want to use so you can do this hook up the camera thing or right, right, right. GoPro or whatever, or you can use, you know, this camera here on, on your laptop and you would hook in directly with an audio interface right into your, right into your laptop. So sim so guys are using Cubase and things like this, the so programs on their computer. Mm. You, there's a way to get the guitar and the mics and everything and mixers into your, into your garage band, right? Program right. Or your, or your Cubase program. And that's similar to this. Jam Kazam lets you do that. It recognizes audio inputs like that. So you're going to get quality recording, not, not air. Right. To, right, right. It's never going like through the, the air. It's going right in. Laptop. It's going to sound amazing. And, and it's really, really cool. So, so, so here's a Guitar Tales um, truism. Um, time flies. So you and I committed to try to be under 30 minutes. We're already approaching it. Good. I okay. want to discover one last thing, because uh, I know for Zoom, we're trying to keep it under 40 minutes, certainly, uh, which is how we're recording today. The last show we tried um, Skype. This is on Zoom. I think the, the video quality seems a little better. Oh, all right. But, so, it goes. so it almost leads me to question. So why, or, and I have, an, I have a, it's a rhetorical question, so I have an answer, but then I want your thoughts on why musicians are doing this, because they only get paid usually if they go to a venue. So here's my thinking is the musicians are doing it partly for the, for their own self because they're artists, you're an artist, yeah. partly because it gives comfort to all of us, mm -hmm. and partly because it keeps their music and their name out there so it's still brand new marketing. But I wanted to get your events on all Those that. are all, all valid points. Now, you know, I, I, I haven't gone Facebook Live because I don't want to take away from the guys that really need to be on Facebook Live and make, make a few bucks. You know, I don't want the last thing I want to do as a as a performer um, that has a day job. Thank God, I don't have to rely on music money to to make it. So I, I want to leave I want to leave the networks open to them. I want to leave Facebook uh, live up to them. I was you know there's there's something to be said about too many shows. Right. You know, right. Saturday night is clogged with shows of guys I know and guys I don't know and and girls playing and singing and it's it's great and and a lot of them are on for they do their entire show. They, they, they're on for like hours, three hours. I think on average, I think uh, if you're going to do it, maybe, maybe a one hour show is probably the way to go. Right. People are going to keep checking in because, and I think when, because that when, Facebook live video is going to be saved and you can share it. And if it's right, super right. long, I don't know if people are going to hang in there that long. Right. Right. And, we, and you and I learned uh, a week and a half ago, uh, that for now Facebook Live is limited to one participant. We can't do this. We can't do the two right. deal. You're basically so, setting, you're setting up your your screen and 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 whatever whoever's in this box with you. That's is, right. You're, you're done. Live. That, so so that person's going to have to be there with you in person. Now, unless it's your wife, who I don't think has coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey. Um, 
uh, that could be risky uh, to have band members come over your house. Yeah, and I've seen some, you know, not not the not our friends of the show, but other bands are like they make me a little nervous, or I feel like there is not as much social distancing as at least I would be comfortable with. But you know, it's kind um, of like uh, the old AIDS crisis. They used to scare everybody and saying, you know, uh, that person uh, is is carrying germs for every person they've ever been with their whole life, and you're like, Ugh! you know, right, right. It's almost like in the course of a day. Whatever germs are on your hands is from what you've been doing all day. Now uh, you know, it's scary stuff. It could be simple as I, I have corona on my hands. I petted my dog, and then someone else petted my dog. Right, right. Answered. So but as long I'm as you touch your face, they're going to be gone when you wash your hands. That's right. So I'm mindful of our timing right now because yeah. I don't want to get locked out by Zoom. Maybe you noodle a little bit. I'll shut the hell up, and then I'll just hit off. I'll let you noodle for a couple minutes. Here. I got my little. I got my Line Six Jam Looper. That's another thing you guys could look for. Uh, loopers, and there's there's Beat Buddy pedals and all kinds of crap you can put on your phones or not. Okay. Depends how much you want to annoy the neighbors, and you could just go go crazy and and uh, play your heart's content if that's something that you need to do. Get it off your. Uh... And this is where the uh, microphone, I can hear Scott's not coming through right now, but he looks like he's jamming like hell. He's got the rock face going on. He's into it. We couldn't hear anything. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, Gracie. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Let's all have right, a point to Soul Blows Over at the Winchester. I like that movie reference. And tune in, tune in. Support those Facebook Live broadcasts. Um, it's tough for some of those guys, and, and I really feel for them. Um, Agreed. And it, and it does, it's, it is a form of therapy to play, you know? On both, on both ends of the camera. At a bar or at your house in front of uh, Facebook Live people. And, and one last thing, uh, I see hundreds of people on these Facebook Live uh, broadcasts, and if, if like 5% of that 300 people showed up to their gigs uh, when this is all over, that would be awesome. I, I think, and, and my parting thought is I think, you know, it's, this is horrible what we're going through right now, but one of the little perks, which is not the right word, one of the little side benefits is that I think it's creating a level of intimacy between the artist and the folks who enjoy the artist that maybe we didn't have before. So when you go out and see them next, you'll feel a little closer to them. And on that end, I think we uh, got to close out a little bit. Absolutely. Support right. your local musicians and, and live entertainers. That's All right. That's, that's one thing. And don't touch your face. That's right. Good parting words. All right. See you later, everyone. And I'm sure we'll be back with another fireside track. This is Dave Cohen and Scott Katarmas' Tangle for Guitar Tales. We'll see you again soon.